Welcome to Do A Blessing CNS Church London's podcast, sharing the good news weekly. We hope you are blessed by today's message. So um, the topic I want to share with us today is what I tie to the house of sacrifice. The house of sacrifice. Now, when we... When we see, I just want to point out one thing to us. When you look at this house, you know there is a temple that was built in the scriptures, the Solomon's temple. Do I have a slide, please? Solomon's temple. And when you see Solomon's temple, this guy built what was, you know, yes, it was the vision of God. If you see Solomon's temple, can you imagine how much it costs if you were going to build Solomon's temple today? He would have a guess. After people calculating what was used by the scriptures, as high scriptures put it down, Solomon's temple, if you have to build it today, you will need a hundred and fifty billion dollars to build the same temple Solomon built. Are you with me? I was looking at the most expensive building in the world now is in Saudi Arabia. It costs fifteen billion dollars. No way, man. The next building after that costs five point five billion dollars. And when Solomon built his temple, he spent one hundred and fifty billion dollars to build it. Imagine how that place would look like. Who go there and do selfie? You know, I am just, I, I am just at the, you know, people just go there and, and you know, they, they would imagine having that kind of place to worship. And you know, when you buy something for someone, when you give some, some, you buy something for someone, one thing you are so concerned about, you want to see what they have to say about what you bought, about for them. If you love someone so much and you want the first thing that would keep in your mind is what you, the first words that he said. That he said. You know, if you buy something for your partner now and you go, okay, what's this? <laughs> you gotta tell some those things, you buy some ladies flower and they go. <laughs> Amen. So you would, you would, you know, when you buy someone something, you're always thinking, what are they going to see? How I want to see the look on their face. So Solomon built this 
edifice for God. And the Bible says in Second Chronicles chapter seven, verse, verse Solomon yes, finished the house of the Lord and the king's house, mm-hmm. and Solomon successfully accomplished all that came into his heart to make into in the house of the Lord. Now, verse twelve. Then the Lord appeared appeared to Solomon by night and said to him, Yes. I have heard your prayer uh-huh. and I've chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. You will be like, excuse me, sir. You, you've not said anything about how beautiful this building is, is. But when God is going to qualify it, God said, a house of sacrifice. You know, God could have said, this building is going to be the most, the most, um, I now, the, there will be no building like that in the world. But God saw it and God said, what matters to me most in this place is the sacrifice that we give. It's as if, if it were to be me, you know your bubble will burst. <laughs> when you build, you build a house and you want somebody to come in and say, Ah, you you know, you want God to come in and say, see see how those places look like. Look at look at the equipment in the home. Hold me because can't say, oh my God. You know somebody said something which is quite interesting. Somebody said there is no where I have not had a prophecy from anywhere that somebody bought a a brand new car and God said, wow, what a nice ride. <laughs> So when God entered this building, he said, you know, what what attracts me to this place is the sacrifice that they give in this place. Solomon, I can see the building. I love it. But if there is no sacrifice given to me in that place, then it doesn't make sense. And I think if Solomon, being Solomon, will probably have thought in his mind, see if God would have said that to me, I need to first of all find out exactly what is the meaning of sacrifice. Now, sacrifice is something that you give that has value. So that means that if if, if something is not valuable to you, it's not sacrifice. There are, and we'll get there, there are times where the Bible differentiates between sacrifice and offering. So God is not saying this is house of offering. He said this house shall be called, this is my house of sacrifice. So I think it's important, and it's interesting, I have nothing against him personally, it doesn't bother me, you know, we, we just launched the biggest in the world in Nigeria now, a hundred thousand capacity. There's a new one coming up in Port Harcourt, ninety thousand capacity, and things like that. It's not, it's not, doesn't bother me. But what I'm saying is that if 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 sacrifice is not seen in those places, no matter how much you give it, it doesn't make sense to me. Now, I want to also know that, you know, David, David understood what, how sacrifice works. 
And David said, you know, God, you are not even, the sacrifice must not only, it must move you yourself. That is what is called sacrifice. When you see, so, then David was explaining in Psalm 51, verse 17. He said, the sacrifice of God. So that means there are other sacrifices that you may give that is not relevant to God. He said, the sacrifice of God is a broken spirit and a contrite heart. This, O oh Lord, you will not let it go. So that means that when it comes to sacrifice, as far as God is concerned, it must weigh within your own mind. You cannot give him sacrifice if it is going to be a sacrifice for him. It has to be something that he can connect to your heart. You know, you know when, when you read the book of Leviticus, when God was asking them that you know, they should bring animals before um, um, as an offering, God always said, before you bring an animal, make sure the head of the house lays his hand on that animal. So when you bring them in their thousands, and those animals are going through before God, as far as God is concerned, he's seen an individual behind those, 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 those offerings. If I take you back a bit to Genesis, when God, sorry, you don't have it up there, when God when God rejected the offering of Cain. Do you know the Bible never said God rejected the offering of Cain? The Bible said God rejected Cain and his offering. So as far as God is concerned, you are tied to the sacrifice that you give. And, and Jesus was talking about when you look at the widow's mat. When, when you, you see the picture, right? you, see, you see the picture where, where Jesus was standing afar, and Jesus was talking about the woman that gave the her widow's might. And Jesus said, As far as God is concerned, that is the one that weighs more. It was not by size of what they gave, but it was how it was if it was a sacrifice for them. Because the Bible says there were rich people that came and they gave what they gave, gave gift. But as far as God was concerned, that didn't mean anything. Now, most of the challenges which we have, and that's the scripture that we read earlier, most, most, most of the challenges that people have is that people say that, you know, you, know, you get so comfortable. Malachi chapter 1, verses 1 to um, 2. He said, The burden of the word of the Lord to Israel, to Malachi. Yeah. I have loved you, said the Lord. Yet you say, In what have you loved us? Was not Esau Jacob's brother, said the Lord. Yet Jacob I have loved. A son God not... bless you. Sorry, God bless you. Man. Now, let's, if you say that, that we didn't have us one of us, what God was saying to them is that, you know, when God, when they did not do anything, when Israel, when Jacob was born, he said, Jacob I love, he saw a hate. So he was not addressing the people of Israel, which were the tribe of Jacob. And they said, you know, these things are normal, you know. What? And God said, no, no, no. See, I told you so I hated you. And I loved you. He said, how do you love us? Basically, what they're saying is that, you know, it's just normal. It's one of those things. Because it's not a problem. Those things are normal. And God now says, you know what? When you go to verse 6 to 8, he said, a son honors his father 
and a servant honors his master, then if I am your father, where is my honor? If I am your master, where is my reverence, says the Lord. He says, to you priests who despise my name, you say to me, in what way have I done that? So when you offer, now please understand that he did not say that they did not offer. He said, the offering that you give to me are defiled foods in my altar. I said, how, how are we offering things that are defiled? He said, when you offer blind sacrifice, is that what you do? Then he said, which is quite interesting to me, verse, I think that should be verse 8. And he said, then, he said, he said offer it to your governors. Go to your workplace. What you are giving to me, go and give it to your boss. And see if you will keep your job. The way you present yourself before me, go to your workplace and try it. That's what, that's what he was saying to them. Because to them, in those, their governors were like the kings. And say, you know what? And see, at times people need to understand. And those are things that we'll be talking about. That before God, see, God is not required. See, everybody has the right to pray to God. But it's not every prayer that God answers. Everybody has the right to give God offering. But it's not everyone that stays. So he said to them, he said, you know what? Okay, the way you are, the way, see, that is why you see people who turn up in church and they turn up as if, as if, and, and you can imagine God saying, what are you doing here? Jesus was giving a description about a man that was hosting a wedding. He was describing the kingdom of God. He said he invited people and some people did not come. So Jesus said, the, 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 the king which represented God, he said, he sent his servant, go to the streets. Anybody that you see, just bring them. So, like God, so the king is saying, go to the street. Anybody that you see, bring them. And the Bible says that he saw people on the street and he brought them. But when the king came out, the king saw the way somebody was dressed. And he said, do you not know why you are coming? That man could have said, excuse me, I wasn't willing to come. He just told me to come. And what did the Bible say? The Bible said the king said, chuck him out. People have this impression that you can, you know, and it's a lovely song. In your presence, anything goes. It doesn't go that way. <laughs> it doesn't go that way. See, you can have people that, that shouting and things like that. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. So he said, he said, he said, okay, he said, let us even start it this way. What you are giving to me, try to the boss. That was the day I was sharing with someone, I said, God told me, he said, he said, he said there are people within the body of Christ. In churches that are serving mammon, serving money. I said, how? He said, somebody that washes toilet for, 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 for living comes to the church. The toilet is dirty. No, I can't, I can't do that. Yet, they'll go to their workplace and do the same. People who appear before God and the way they will not address their boss, 
Why can you not address your boss that way? It's because of money. And would you say that you really, you really value God? That's the way God sees it. That's why he said to them, go and give it to your governor. Let him, let him, let him see what he will say. So he's saying that when you have given me sacrifice, so can you give me time please? When when you are when you are giving sacrifice on those things, you need to to understand how God perceives things. And you know, at times maybe that could be a question for me. If God said, "Okay, thank you for coming today, but you know the way you attend, the way you behave today, try it at your workplace and see if you, if you keep your job." <coughs> No, and that is what we call that is that is what God grades sacrifices. Not by not by the size of how much you bring. That's not what you what we're talking about. But how do you how 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 does it you know see I know I I know a man he's very old now. That was when, because I was, before they retired me, I was uh, working. <laughs> uh, not, they didn't retire me, they just said, you know, because then, when I was um, born in the incense and moving around, you'd be sleeping. You'd be just, so by the time you, that's when I just pour, <laughs> I just pour the incense on them. When people go, <laughs> This boy <laughs> So before I was weekly retired. Before God bless you back. And when when I was so as as what I'm trying to say is that that man I knew him. See when he bought his incense to church, it was different. This man buys his incense. I think for meeting or something. Then in Nigeria, when I was still very young, the way he packages his incense box is when he sit, he's, he polishes them. <coughs> See, that man at that level now is now is 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 very old. I believe he will be in his eighties or so. And God was saying to him that you can't retire now. Somebody was saying to God, was saying, you can't retire now. He said, if you retire, I will retire you personally. He said, but I need you to stay. You are whole, but I need you to stay. This man who had an issue with arm robbers in Nigeria, there was a bank, he was also in the bank or something. Apparently, he was shot a couple of times in that. Because as far as God is concerned, See, everybody's blowing incense. It's not the problem. But this man, Allah will take his time. See, when you go to movement churches, shadows that are related to CRS, when you see the way they shout hallelujah, it was, it is a prototype from Shogutala. If Shogutala is standing in the church and he shouts hallelujah, you would know that Shogutala is shouting hallelujah. Without the mic. As big as that church is. And that man was rich. 
You have elders. And God is saying, you, you cannot retire now. At 80 plus. What did God see? Because he was giving God valuable sacrifice before him. It wasn't money. God grant us grace in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So as we just go, so it's important for us to know that no sacrifice is what, what, what the Bible calls it. It says, it says, um, it says, you are a chosen generation, First Peter 2.9, a royal priesthood, a special people that you may proclaim the praises. So your job is to proclaim praises. Now I'm talking about a sacrifice in a particular way now. Now, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5, now says, Therefore, because you are a priest, therefore, continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God, which is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to Him. Now, why would the Bible call this kind of praise sacrifice of praise? Because this kind of praise is the praise that you give continually. So it is not when you feel like sacrifice or praise is not it's not when you feel like you know okay everything is okay no 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 that's why the bible says that this kind of praise when it is continual it is a sacrificial type of praise so when you are standing in the place where where you feel like the world is coming to an end and god is still, and you still bring praise that kind of praise is what they call sacrificial you know, we will sing this song. We will bring this sacrifice of praise. I look at God and say, which one of them is bring sacrifice of Because <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, maybe this is awful. Sacrifice of praise. That's why he said, he said, this is the praise that you do continually. Continually offer the sacrifice of praise. And please remember, if you look at it this way, he said, which is the fruit of our lips. Remember that this book is written to the Hebrews. So, what am I, why am I saying that is that they are Jews and what they do is family. So, when you tell a Jew, a, a Jewish man, fruits, he knows that you cannot come by a fruit if you have not watered properly, watered the ground, tilled it properly. That fruit must have, have, have representation to you. Dig it on time, sir. So when he said, I am not asking you to give me seed, just words. He said, no. He said, those words must be fruits. It must have, it must, it must mean something to you. When you are dancing, it has to mean something to you. You are not, in, this, is, this is not the kind of dance that we do, um, um, you know, all these um, choreography. Yeah, everybody dance the left, that's the right. <laughs> that one is, you know, you are your, that is good, but it's not, it's not sacrifice. It's not sacrifice. And as I was trying to point towards that, you see, when you see a farmer, when you see a farmer, please come with me. When you see a farmer that, that it takes time, fruit doesn't just come like that. They go through the process. 
the, when, when a farmer holds a fruit, that fruit, he sees the time he was having sleepless nights to produce that single fruit. So when you say to a farmer, when you point a, a fruit at a farmer, he sees the life, he sees the suffering behind that fruit. That fruit did not just, to them, it doesn't just come like that. May God grant us grace in the name of Jesus Christ. So, that's why the Bible, the Bible also says to us, it says, a man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his lips. From the fruit of his lips. Now, God said something, and why, why, why did I point that out is that when you talk about fruit also, you're talking about something that somebody can consume. So if the praise you are giving is not in fruit level, it's not consumable. See, the Bible says, let everything that has bread do what? Praise the Lord. But the Bible says, God holy inhabits the praise of his people. <laughs> so everybody can bring food. But you really eat from the view. Just I don't want to tell you. So. Because you know, people go, ah, everything that has bread, praise the Lord. Yeah, that, that is what the Bible says. But the same, that same David said that God only inhabits the praise of his people. He doesn't inhabit any kind of praise. We saw it when he was talking about, and those, that Malachi was addressed to priests. I don't just, because you're a priest doesn't mean that you give me whatever it thinks that you think you can. And I believe that, you know, David, David, when, when you now see, so, so what, what I'm saying is, when you say sacrifice, one thing that sacrifice does is that when sacrifice is heated up, it brings a smell to God. An aroma is, there is a special aroma that comes before God. You will see it in, in Genesis chapter 8, verse 21. The Bible says, the Bible says, and the Lord, the, the, the Lord smells a sweeting aroma. And the, and the Lord said in his heart. Now, when you, when you smell something, what is the first thing that moves within you? It is your heart that melts. Your throat, you feel it within your heart. And you, you know, it just, it relieves you. You know, if you are, if you, if you are coming to, to the house and, and you are so angry about something, and you pass the kitchen and you, you smell something and go... Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. And you think, you know, if I want to eat this food, then you have to, I'll postpone that one. How has your day been? It is because of what they smell. And the God, the Bible says, God skimmed down and he could smell it. See, if you look at a young girl, hallelujah, if you look, if, if, if you look at a young girl, I had a picture of a young girl who's smelling roses. And when they, have, and when they are smelling it, you know, it, it, it gives pleasure to your heart. It gives pleasure to your heart. And a man that understood, how, understood this, 
system was David. The Bible says that David praises God seven times a day. Psalm 119. It says David praises God seven times a day. I will praise you. What did God say about it? I have seen a man whose heart is after my heart. A man that pleasures my heart. Why? Because he knows how to prepare it for him. So that when he smells it, his heart comes to rest. And God doesn't just smell it, you know. <laughs> you, you, you know, there's some smell that you smell that your, your anger will double. <laughs> you can't tell say, you have some neighbors and your house is not too big. Can smell some curries coming through the door and you go. <laughs> Hallelujah. God bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, you're already angry because you go, what is this for God's sake? Yeah. Um, please don't be racial. God bless you. <laughs> Hallelujah. So David understood that, and God said, you know. This man knows how to touch my heart. He said, he's always after my heart. Because when he prepares it for me, he prepares it in a sacrificial way. And you will see that in David. There was a time when, when they offered David a land to give to God. They, David said, no, no, no. I do not give God what does not cost me. David wanted to make an altar. And the man said, Ah, you're the king. You know better. You should, uh, you know what? You can have it for free. David said, You know what? I know I can have it for free. But when it comes to God, it has to cost me something. I have to fill it within me. I don't just give it to him because he, he has asked for it. And that was David for you. And you will see when God declared it, even in Acts chapter 13, he says to them, he says, he says, I he said, he said, he said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He will do my will. I have found him. See, what does it take to find? That means you are looking for something. When you find sometimes you are looking for something specific. So God was, see, when the Bible talks about, when the Bible talks about when David was selected, he brought his brothers. What did God say? God said, I have rejected them. What does the word reject mean? Before you reject, you must have rejected it. Does that make sense? So God has tasted it and said, nah. <laughs> <laughs> this was towards like they had their chance. That's what I'm trying to say. They had their chance. God did not just go and pick David. He said to them, He said, I have rejected them. You cannot inject from your CD what you have not put inside it. So when when God said, I have rejected them, what he said, I have given them the opportunity and I have tasted it. These ones are not what I'm looking for. 
That's why when, when God was talking about him, he said, I have found him. That means God went looking for a particular criteria. And as they were bringing them before him, he was like, I didn't just say to them that they are not good. I gave them the opportunity and they did not meet the criteria I was looking for. That's what he means. So let your sacrifice count. The God was, I forgot what was doing, I said, 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 David was a a, a military general. He was, you know, some people say, you know, soldiers don't dance. (coughs) David was a warlord. He killed so many people. But yet, when he began to dance, that was why David would say, out of the mouth of babies, you have made praise. Why would David use babies? You no know, babies, they don't care. They're not looking at if you bring a baby in here, as you're all quiet now. When they feel something, they just say, ah, that, that is it. It doesn't matter to them. It is the way they feel. Mm-hmm. And David said, out of the mouth of babies. That is where it comes. So if you are still very conscious of yourself, but that's the thing that God will say to you, God say, you know, all this other, you see, David was a military man. But you understood. You know, I, I've seen places where they say that, you know, um Gubala does not dance. <laughs> May God grant us understanding in the name of Jesus Christ. So we'll just I'll just go through some of the blessings. You know, see, it even sums it up. When you touch God's heart, when you know how to present to Him the aroma He desires, that is it. And I, please understand that I was talking about just as praise now as a, as a sacrifice. There are things you can do before God that God will say, you know. See, there are times you do something before God and God will say, you know what, this thing needs to be done, but I don't want anybody to do it until this person comes. I've seen Caucasian brother, a very young boy, and they were adults in me, and God said, bro, this is the person, go and look for him, wherever he is, go and look for him. Why? Because God saw something in him. And let's just look at, just go through some of the blessings in praise. Increase and multiplication. Jeremiah chapter 13 verse 19, it says, Then out of them shall proceed thanksgiving and the voice of Mary, and I will multiply them, and they will not diminish. When they give me praise, it's not now... Before they, maybe before then they did not have enough. He said, but when Mary, he says, he says, out of them shall proceed thanksgiving and the voice of Mary. He said, I will glorify them. They will not be small. Psalm 67, verse 5. He says, let the people praise you, O Lord. Let the people praise you. Then. See, when, when you read the Bible, and you know, the Bible says then, that means as a result of verse 5, then the heart will yield its increase. See, I was, I was doing a, a job at the time, and you know, it was 
it was really, it was when I first came into the country, of course I was going to, going to uni then, and it was just, it was, it was horrible. That was the day my mom was crying, and she came. My mom was like, ah, <laughs> even your father's clever don't live like this. <laughs> You get up there and say, and I, I had to pray and tell you, God, this, why, God, this. But the day I read these scriptures, particular one, let the people praise you, let the people praise you, and their heart yield is increased. So that means you have sown that ground. But for the land to bring forth this increase, I will be dancing in the rain. I will be dancing in the rain. It was, you know, and that is what, see, before I began to know, doors began to open. There are people who, who, were, who were at my workplace and who have been there for 30 years who did not see the opportunity that I saw. And see, he, he had to, I have to say, you know what, it got to, and this is where you know, it got to a point that I didn't have money for, um, I was just singing, singing, thanking God, singing, thanking God. I didn't have money to buy um, was it an iPod or something like that and uh, things like that and God looked played in somebody's heart to buy it for me what was he looking for? he said no, that song must not stop so if you, if you run out of song you, be, you, you, would, you would be he showed me how much he was so interested in what I was doing because it's not everybody that will be singing inside the Upon everything that I have done. God, as this rain is falling, let all my enemies, let the rain of fire begin to fall on them. <laughs> I felt that those 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 sacrifices, see, opportunities would come. But most of the time are people taking opportunities. I said it before. Thank God, I far past that that level. I was in a place. I was in the rain. No, I was in a place. I was distributing leaflets. I was in a place. I was distributing leaflets, and the road that they gave me was on a major road. There was nowhere on earth I would have gotten a place to this myself. And it was Nigeria. Oh. That's the that time you miss Nigeria. Just pack one side and you know, you might not die. Yeah, you get away. It's not, it's not important. But yeah, you know, you don't have money to eat. You don't want to do something that, you know, they will tell you that water, water, you go back to your country. You get up there and say, and that I was struggling, struggling, struggling to the point that I just think that my choices was wet. Because I had walked and walked and walked and there was no way. And all of a sudden, the rain began to fall. I began to dance in that way. Say, God, surely you're looking for me. See, it is, it is easy. That's why he said this kind of praise is continual. It is sacrifice. Because then you say, ah, oh God. You talk like, ah, me. See, I thought I know that I look at when people complain about this. 
You know, everybody will have their own opportunity, but it's an opportunity to offer sacrifice. To offer sacrifice. God grant us grace in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So he said, and see, the little that you have, this is how the kingdom of God works. What preserves it is thanksgiving. Malachi chapter 2, if you read from verse 1 to 2, he said, Now, O priests, this is a commandment for you. What is a commandment? Commandment is, this is, you have no excuse. This is my rule. He said, If you will not hear or take it to heart to give glory to my name, says the Lord, I will send a course and I will cause your blessing. So the blessing that you think you have, he said, I would send a course on you. He said, Yes, I don't even need to talk about it. It's already cost. May our blessings not be cost in the name of Jesus Christ. See, when praises come, it is an opportunity for God for you to execute judgment in times of things. Psalm 149, verse 6 and 7 says, Let the people, let the high praises be of the, of the Lord be in their mouth and the two edged sword in their mouth to execute judgment and execute judgment of the nations. And part of people. So, just you, you can have so much more of the blessings of praise. Psalm, sorry, First Peter chapter three, verse thirteen says, "And he, who, oh, sorry, and who would harm he, sorry." Who is he who will harm you if you are a follower of what is good? So who can who, who whose hand can harm you if you are a follower of what is good? David defined good. David said in Psalm 292, verse 1, he said, It is a good thing to thank God and to sing praise to you, almost all. God grant us grace in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So when I go to Psalm 40, I'm just um, moving this quickly. Psalm 40, you know, that's why I said, he said, sacrifice and offering you did not desire. But he, 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 he said, sacrifice and offering. Now, when you now go down, he says, he says, he says, um, sorry, he says, he says, my ears have you, have, have you hope with but and a burnt offering of, and sin offering you do not require. So God is saying, I know, sacrifice is important. And if you read down through that scripture, you discover that what he was talking about, the sacrifice, was that I would come before the house of the people of God, and I would show, he said, he said, I have not, he said, I delight to do your will. Sorry, am I, am I reading the right? Amen. That's, go to the next slide, please, if that's right. He says, he says, I have proclaimed the good news of your righteousness in the greater assembly. Indeed, I have not restrained my lips. So the offering that God is looking for is an offering of thanksgiving. So when next we come to church, I beg of you, understand that what God is asking for, is looking at, is a house of sacrifice. A house of sacrifice. 
One thing I'm also going to just say to us as we draw this to a close. Everything that God uses, he anoints. There is nothing that God will use if he doesn't anoint it first. You will see how, how particular God was. If you go to Exodus chapter 40, Exodus chapter 40 from verse 9 to 10, sorry, 9 to 11, he said, you shall take the holy anointing oil and anoint the tabernacle and all that is in it. You shall hallow it and all, sorry, and all its utensils shall be holy. You shall anoint the altar, the burnt offerings, the ut- and all his utensils. So basically, God is saying that even the chair in that place, that chair must be anointed. So what God is saying, I don't use things except I have first of all anointed that thing. I don't take things except it's first of all anointed. And the Bible says that when we give our life to Christ, the Holy Spirit anoints us. So if a man is still far away from Christ, he will be singing wonderfully. But that verse is not anointed. That's why the Bible says that God only inhabits the praises of his people. It takes praise from everybody in their heart, but really one that it brings close to himself and his own people. Question. Are you so close to God? Are you far away? Because you want to offer him praise and you want to be sure that your, your praise is not just part of the house. General congregation, general world, thanksgiving. God says, that is okay. Or the only one that comes close. Is anyone that I've anointed? God grant us grace in the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon. Have a blessed week.